Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, where today, in honour of the, I suspect, 1.5 million minimum Irish people who are now sunburnt after the heatwave of the past two weeks, we thought that we would talk about tanning, burning, spray tanning, experiencing the change our skin goes through when we lie in the sun and bake ourselves beneath it. I'm Rosemary McCabe. I'm Beatrice McCabe. And we're sisters. <laughs> living in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and bringing you all of our best and most intelligent thoughts. some tanning today didn't you Beatrice I mean no I lay in the shade I lay in the shade did you I genuinely lay in the shade yeah you know what I was thinking about earlier so my earliest memories of tanning are probably not even my memories at all it's just like a photograph of me as brown as a berry as as mum would say in Spain so our uncle had a house in Spain and we used to go there did we go every summer for about a week or something? How long he had it for? So I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. We went for that many years. We only went for a couple of years, right? I know we went to Kerry more. We went to Kerry a lot more. I was trying to explain to the kids the other day, like what a holiday was like in Kerry. I was saying we used to go and we didn't have a TV and we had no phones, and they all were like, "What do you mean you had no phones? Where was the TV if it wasn't in the house?" I was like, "There was no TV, and we used to play cards and read books for how long?" It was like for the whole holiday. And I remember then that mom and dad got invited up to the neighbor's house to watch a TV program one day. Do you remember? No. They got invited up to watch a Daniel O'Donnell special. Was it a Daniel O'Donnell special? Oh my God, poor dad. Did he go? (laughs) They all went. Yes, they went. And we got left behind. Yeah. But look, you had your older cousins with you. Oh yeah, okay. And I was trying to explain, like, you didn't, I mean, and it was raining. Apart from anything else, like there was no, I mean, you were at the beach sometimes, but like the beach was a bit cold and I mean we went to the beach last week we went to Michigan and Don was like how I mean I cannot get in this sea and I was like well what are you going to do when you get to Ireland and he looked at me like I had gone just totally off the rails he's like what do you mean when I get to Ireland he's like I, I have no intention of ever getting in the sea in Ireland oh my god like, Brandon has already laid better. down this law and is literally like I'm never getting in the sea in Ireland because I keep going oh, if you think that's cold yeah. you should my my obsession with with telling the kids about from our holidays in Kerry or like our holidays in Ireland in general, it hasn't really occurred to me to tell them that there's no TV or anything because I'm just like, they, they just wouldn't understand. I've been telling them about the sand and the sandwiches because they're obsessed with like, there's a tiny speck of pepper on my chicken or like there's a tiny speck of, I mean, look, let's face it, there's a tiny dog hair everywhere <laughs> at all times. Yeah, there is. And I'm literally like, we literally ate sandwiches with sand in them. And I remember the crunch mm-hmm. of the sand in your teeth. Crunch. The crunch and potatoes with sand in them. You just ate them. But like, what is it about Americans or American husbands or our specific American husbands? Where is the competitive spirit? Because I keep laughing it off going, of course you're going to get in. Like, obviously he's going to get in. But recently it began to occur to me, maybe he doesn't want to get in. But like, it would never occur to me to not want to brave the elements if other people were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I think that might be a very culturally Irish thing. We have a very competitive suffering yeah, but you about remember, us, that's like, actually true. Do you remember our cousin Grattan used to get in and his lips would turn blue? But sure, sorry, you've seen you've seen Finn, our six-year-old, getting in the pool and his, his lips no, turn no, blue. No, 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 Rosemary. Actually, dark blue, that he would turn dark blue, but he would stay in the sea and he would be taken out. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, ice you would pot, like you would tough it out. Though, but people yeah. toughed it out. These kids are incapable we of toughing to, anything out. But I think we used to think we were having a good time. We were having a great time. Claire, Claire, and I used to go to the beach in Wexford, which at the time I thought was a tropical paradise, and now I'd be like, God, I'd have to steal myself to get in. But we used to play mermaids and try and like dive under the waves and stuff. Now I'm like... Mermaids, you're dope. I know. The imagination was obviously highly active. I know. Listen, <laughs> would you be well? But, um, yeah, we used to imagine ourselves diving under the waves. Like, and I mean, like I was never a great swimmer, so Excuse I'd dive me. under the waves for about 10 seconds. Excuse me now. I just want to put this in a timeline so I understand. So you were in Wexford when you were dating and smoking cigarettes. No, no, that was France. No, no, no. There was also a Wexford flirting and smoking cigarettes. No, no. I, I was never smoking cigarettes in Wexford. I was flirting and I, and I got my first period in Wexford. Okay. Those are the seminal moments. So playing mermaids suggests you may have been four. What age were you? No, I was probably like nine, 10, 11, 12. You didn't go to Wexford for like, and you got your period when you were 17. You did not Excuse go me, excuse me, you absolute weapon. I got my period when I was 14. You're so annoying. Right. So happy with yourself. It doesn't matter what age you were. Oh my God. It doesn't matter, but don't, don't, don't tell me your lies. Tell me your lies. Tell me your lies. No, we went to Wexford up until we were about 14. And then mom and dad started taking us to France. And then we did go to France with, with Claire's aunt and her aunts and her mom at one stage for two weeks as well god you were spoiled absolutely the spoiled patience of them and they didn't even have ipads in the back of the car like oh my god i was actually thinking about sorry this is completely off topic now because i talk about tans but uh, it was me there were no tans through all of these years oh like, yes for all of these holidays <laughs> sorry well like maybe i started off talking about the tan in spain yeah, maybe there was a tan in spain and a vague tan in france also oh yeah well yeah vague short-lived mm -hmm. tan sorry i was thinking about this when we had the sleepover last night so last night we had Beatrice's eldest son, who's 10, over to sleep over with our two who are eight and six. From? From what? From what time to what time? Oh, sorry. Not even that early. Well, like you dropped him over about 4.30 and then the boys didn't get home from... Granted had gone to pick them up and they actually didn't get home till about five. And you, were t you, and you texted me at 9.30 this morning wondering what time you could drop him back? No, no. I, I was merely just wondering what your plan was for the morning and just figuring... And you said, I cannot wait to drop this child back. This has been a nightmare. No, no. Never having another sleepover. Yeah, yeah. But sorry, but I, I was basically saying, I can't wait to get away from these other two kids because your, your child was not being a nightmare. But anyway, the point is that I was going to say, I just kept thinking like mom and dad had the patience of saints. I'm like, how did they ever do more than one sleepover? I feel like I'd never do another one ever again. Well, I think we didn't have them all that often. And I think now, no, we didn't. now there's an expectation now that our children have cousins. And I'm so happy that you're here. But I'm also, and I'm so happy that Nash has friends in the neighborhood. But now I'm like, he wants it. Like, it literally came back from the sleepover. When's the next sleepover? And then they're all like, when do I get to go to Mofifi's? So they all like, it's nonstop. It's, it's so much better just to send them all at once or to have people over here because then they've all had a sleepover you know but it's an oh yeah I get you nightmare you have to do it like one by one well listen the rest of them can come for a sleepover next weekend when our boys aren't there our boys were the problem oh god they were absolute moans now don't even tempt fate anyway so back to the tan so I was out tanning today and I mean this is beside I thought you were in the shade I was in the shade I mean I was getting back to the point do you believe you got a tan in the shade as an aside no because I'm in the shade like actually under the under the tree. Oh, okay. Shade. Not like not like semi sun dappled. No, no. Okay, okay. I was under the tree. I did put on all my sunscreen and then wondered why because I was under the tree and then I felt really sticky. Anyway, fell asleep. I was like, maybe I'll have a snooze. Locked the pool gate so that nobody would be able to get in. Decided I'd have a snooze. For safety, not for selfishness. Oh, well, both. <laughs> 
Well, both, because I mean, I don't want to be snoozing and then one of the children come back in and not have his floaties on and just step straight into the pool. Yeah. That's exactly what he would Yeah, do, right? but you also don't want to be snoozing and one of the kids to come and spray in the face of the water gun. Oh, that wasn't the thought. And you'll also be surprised to know my phone was dead, so I couldn't text Don to tell him, don't send the kids out, I'm going to have a nap. Also, I didn't want Don to know I was having a nap, although he did say very archly and judgmentally I saw you sleeping <laughs> I was like I wasn't sleeping I was thinking and crying about that very sad book I was reading anyway and I was well I fell asleep for like a very short period of time and I woke up in criminal agony like agony right why Rosemary why did I wake up in so much pain was I sunburnt no I was not was there a child sitting on your chest there was not however my upper teeth and my lower teeth were biting, for, had a firm grip, not were biting, were just, what would you call it, like? Munching? No, because there was no chewing action. Clamping. They were clamping, clamped tightly on my tongue. And I woke up in an agony and shock, going, what is this evil pain? But my teeth did not release. My teeth held on tight to the clamp until I realized what was happening and said, oh. teeth release. <laughs> I was in agony. What is wrong? Maybe you had somehow gone into a hypnobirthing state. I listened to a hypnobirthing tape the other day that was trying to convince me that if I turned the light switch off at the base of my brain, I wouldn't be able to control any parts of my body. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe you went into a kind of hypnotic state where you couldn't control your mouth. It was absolute agony. And now between the tears, the puffy face from that book and this pain and my throbbing in my tongue, I'll tell you, I'd take a sunburn any day. Kind of. I'm trying to remember. What was the worst? I think the worst sunburn I ever got was when we went to Turkey. And there was one year. And like, when I think back now, I think the maximum factor we ever wore was factor 15. I don't think, no, there was that P50. P oh, P20, P20. Oh my God, I used to love a bit of P20. Yeah, except it was so annoying because it made everything yellow and you had to put it on an hour before you went anywhere. Yeah, it did make everything yellow. Now, it was grand when we were young enough for mum to do it. I mean, listen, I'd happily have someone do my sunscreen oh my all God, the time. I love that. That'd be so great. But yeah, because mum used to, you'd, you'd roll out of the bed, mum would slather you in P20, and then you'd have your breakfast. So you'd have time, you know what I mean, for it to soak in. But it did make absolutely everything yellow. I still remember the smell of it. Uh, excuse me. Yet again, you know what? Mom has started this really annoying thing as well, where now I call up and she goes, it's the favorite and it's really patronizing, right? <laughs> or dad. I, this I is what you always wanted. I called dad yesterday. Yeah, until I, I know that they're just doing it to play. Oh, you know, actually, I did wonder if maybe I am the favorite now that you are here too and they can hate you. You chose this. They can hate you equally. They yeah, can resent true, you equally. Actually. Although I called yesterday and dad's like, oh, it's the fave. It's the pet. Hi, pet. I really <laughs> resent that. Anyway, um. Mom never put P20 on me, which is why I often got burnt. No, but also, sorry, by the time we went to Turkey, you were like 15. I was nine. Yeah, but the point is, child. I have never had sun lotion slathered on me by mother because we never went anywhere exotic because you were the baby. We never went anywhere fancy till I was older and you were like, of an oh, age yeah, to go. okay. So then it's a bit like with Nash. I worry that like we're not going to do any decent holidays until he's old enough to leave the house and he'll miss out on everything. But you know what? He'll come back like no, any, any sensible child would be like, you're going to pay for me to go on holidays. I'm coming back. Yeah. But like anyway, you and all Turkey. of that to say that I was, go back to your previous question. Do you think you can get a, a suntan through the, through the clouds? There is no think about it. Yes, you can. Of course you can. And I will cite you an example of myself and Julie Pilo. <laughs> <laughs> We went for a weekend, we were living in Milan, we went for a weekend up to Bergamo and we went to stay in what we thought was going to be a luxurious hotel, but we misunderstood the Italian translation of hostel. So it was actually a hostel. 
Oh. It was not as glamorous. But, you know, we were having a great time going around the cobble streets of Bergamo. But the weather really was not everything we thought it was going to be. And there was a pool in this hostel. So it didn't occur to you to put on your sunscreen when you went to the pools, which you're saying? Well, it was honestly like super cloudy, right? Super cloudy. And... <laughs> And we were actually freezing, like, but we were determined to sunbathe. So we were lying beside this pool and all the fully dressed Italians kept walking by, like chuckling at the pale <laughs> Irish people, like determined to sunbathe. And eventually we were so cold, we had to actually put our towels on us like blankets, right? But we had our sunglasses on. <laughs> no, Judy Oh God, I remember this. <laughs> so at the end of it anyway, we were like, well, let's go and put on our makeup and get ready to go out and like, you know, wow the locals at some <gasps> local bar Stu- by, by stuffing our faces with arancini <laughs> rice balls and drinking too much. Oh, probably, TV. Oh, probably saying so really much. stupid things and looking like absolutely stuffed <laughs> with food. Let's seduce them, right? So we all, and, and in our high heels on the cobble streets, that was another no-no that we... You know, anyway. Should have known that from Grafton Street. So we go inside to put on our makeup and Julie takes off her glasses. And she was like, I'm talking like bright pink right, with these massive white because she had like these semi wraparound shades. She's probably like, they were not wraparounds. They were, they were like Oakley wraparounds, right? They were not Oakley they in Julie's probably, defense. They were, they were not. They were not Oakley. They were Oakley. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> And then there's a there's a there's a cartoon character. There's a, a superhero cartoon character initially. Now they're super into their cart into their graphic novels way back before like everybody was into graphic novels. And they're the small ones that you get at like the train station or at the local magazine stand, uh-huh. etc. And there's a cartoon character called Diabolique, right? And he has he wears this tiny little Oakley shaped <laughs> mask over his eyes, a la what's his name Clark Kent a white one oh, sorry a la Batman a la whoever a la some other superhero right not Clark Kent their glasses <laughs> anyway so we were out that night stuffing the arancini into our mouths and the oh Olive Dascolano delicious right and drinking the wine and this gang of like extremely attractive probably like teenagers like young men walked by like and we were, we were, you know, sitting on our stools looking extremely, you know, attractive chic. and sophisticated. Chic, yes, chic. And they started going, Diabolique, Diabolique. <laughs> and hang on, were you sunburned? Poor Julie's getting brunt of this I, I think, but I think I was equally sunburned. Oh, right. So you had was, an even burn. Yes, I had. No, but you see, Congratulations. it's more like bright pink with full on freckles. It's the Mick Hucknall effect that we have, <laughs> that we have mentioned that happens that just so <laughs> flattering on me. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Glorious. Luckily that time, I mean, the, the time that I got really badly sunburned, it was just my shoulders, but they actually like blistered. It was so revolting. And then I had like scars on my shoulders for probably about two years, like little, just little dots that I could see, little white. Do you remember when I went to the south of France on an exchange? Like, well, I went to stay with a family who had a house in Paris. I don't actually think I went to Paris at all, but I think I just joined them in their, in their holiday home. And we did this week course in catamaranning. I know, very spoiled. Honest, honest to God, unbelievable. Very, Literally, very posh. I was, yeah, and I was, I was trapped in the car reading Silence of the Lambs in Kerry, terrified. Oh my God, do you remember the, the Datsun Sunny that we had and mum and dad used to put all the duvet covers in the back of it and we just lie down on the, the hallway to Kerry? Do you remember that? I don't think I was ever allowed to do that. No, I'm pretty sure you I'm were. I'm pretty sure I wasn't. Rosemary, I was also much taller than you were, so I probably wasn't able to lie down like that. Anyway, so I was in the south of France, I was doing my catamaraning and my... Like, aside from the fact that I came back from that holiday, I'll actually try and find a photo because I was outrageously tanned. Like, literally was. It's nothing to be proud of. No, I know. Now. I mean, at the time I was like, I'm going into fifth year and I'm so chic. And I look at the photographs and I'm like, I look wrecked. I look about 40. 
but but my (laughs) residing memories from that holiday number one was the girl that I was doing the exchange with was two years younger than me and literally had the body of a Victoria's Secret model like had she looked like Emily Ratajkowski or however you you pronounce her name everybody's beautiful in their own way everybody's beautiful in their own way she was beautiful like a Victoria's Secret model and I was beautiful like an intelligent Irish person who had a lot of wit once you got to know her (laughs) (laughs) I remember one day the two of us were wearing triangle string bikinis right you know like like triangle on the top and the ones that tie at the side and her dad came over and he was like honestly I think I think your bikini is too revealing to her right he was like it's it's too revealing it's not suitable why can't you wear a bikini more like rosemary and I'm literally like looking down at myself going our bikinis are identical it's just our little like my little chubby body is not this like sexy bombshell body it's not her fault right and my other victim blaming victim blaming exactly and my other and my other memory was that when my boyfriend at the time broke up with me while I was on holidays over the phone because he was seeing someone else who worked in HMV, remember? Oh, yeah. I'm never getting over that. Your man, I cried and cried and cried for about three whole days and eventually the dad had had enough of it and dressed up as a Greek god in a toga to entertain me over dinner. Are you Cheer me up. right now? No. It worked. He was gas. <laughs> I know. I was such a sulker. He sounds very nice. He was very nice, yeah. Okay, what's that got to do with the suntan though? Oh, so, well, I was just saying I came on really, 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 really tant. But then I got sidetracked by wanting to tell you about the Victoria's Secret model and how I got unfairly compared to her. <laughs> because my swimsuit somehow was not sexy on me. Well, I do remember, like, we were all desperate for a tan. You are right. Like, we were all, I mean, and then it went through the whole phase of, well, I actually remember my friend Linda, who's definitely a pale beauty like all of us Irish people in the, you know, in the dead of winter. Went, do you remember after after secondary school, there was a trend for a while of people going to Greece, like big groups of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Going to the Greek islands and island yeah, hopping and, and stuff. Work, and well, no, working for the summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she went with a gang of people and I think they were living in a tent on the beach. Is that possible? She it's was, totally possible. That, uh, that's why I never went. It was like, so I mean, sounds sure. awful. I mean, now that I don't want to miss, I don't want to like, this is a this is a 20 year old memory, so it may be incorrect. But at one point anyway, she got so badly burnt that she had terrible sunstroke. Oh, and she just sunstroke in a tent. And she was in, she was in the tent oh. for like forty eight hours with oh. a high fever, terrible sunstroke, like blisters all over her body. And she was raging because who did anybody stay in nursemaid her? No, no they all went off partying for the whole time and left her in the tent. Can you? But can you the imagine of it all? Like, That's God. why I never went to any of those holidays. It's like I just couldn't. And they'd be like, "Oh my God, we go out every night, and then you just do a rollover." And I'd be like, "It's not." I, What's I, a rollover? Is when you. You go out, you stay up all night and then you just like have a shower and go out again. You just go from one party to the next to the next. You know what I mean? Sounds brilliant. What's wrong with that, Rosemary? Oh my God, I'd be wrecked. Where's my nap? Wrecked. I'd be absolutely Where's my sense of nap? Yeah. Well, you do spend a lot of time napping now, but Mm, you weren't pregnant then. (laughs) No, but I was still lazy. Well, I'll tell you, she came back with a great tan. Right. That's all that mattered back then. That's all that mattered back then. Yeah. But then... When people realised tanning wasn't sensible. I mean, there's there's still a lot of tanning happening world ra- world worldwide. I did sunbeds for a while, you know. I was literally just about to say, have you ever done a sunbed? Yeah. I have never done a sunbed. Why would you do a sunbed? Uh, well, I got into sunbeds now when, I mean, way past when we all knew they were really dangerous. I think it was when it was like, I was of the mindset that I should do a few sunbeds before I go on my holliers. This nonsense. Everybody I know. just said I'm doing sunbeds to get ready for my holidays. What are you talking about? Like, so that you don't burn. Just so that you get no. the cancer deep That's inside it. your skin yes. before you go on holidays. That's not it even either. It's so that I look great in my summer photos and don't ever have pictures of me looking white. Or looking burnt. Do you oh, mean yeah. because you're like, like, I'll avoid the terrible burn that I have 
that always happens on days one, two, and three because I'm only wearing factor 15. Do you get, do you get, I mean, sorry for my stupidity here, but like, do you get burnt on a sunbed? You can if you do one long enough, but like you start off slow, not, like not to be giving people a how-to of sunbeds, but like when you go in, they'll say, oh, just start off with like a minute and then you do a minute twice a week for a month and then in month two you might do two minutes and then you build up to three minutes you go all the way in take off all your clothes and do two minutes I know yeah and then you'd be swole I'd be sweating just put your clothes back on <laughs> Try, I know like trying like, like they'd give you basically two bits of you know that blue tissue that you get like the blue industrial tissue that's basically like an exfoliating glove do you ever have that you know like they have it in gyms and stuff and you just pull off a piece of blue tissue it's easier to wipe down the machines or but they'd give you like two pieces of this blue tissue to wipe down your entire body. I'm like, I'm going to need 25 more of those, thanks. But I'd be like in there trying to get off all the sweat before you put your clothes back on. Oh my God. So anyway, so you only did them once or what? Oh no, I did them loads of times. I mean, for one period of time. No, no, no. I did them for like a period of time before this holiday and then a period of time before that holiday and then a period... I think there is something addictive and I think think I've read about this. There's something about because that it gives you endorphins. It's either the... It's either the heat or the... Whatever the rays are or something... So like I used to be like, oh my God, I feel great now. I've really improved my mood being in that sunbed for, well, you for 90 seconds. You should do what I did today. Make sure you have an extremely sad book to temper whatever endorphins te- are, te- are threatening to release you couldn't, themselves. Yes, you couldn't read a book doing, doing sunbed. You have to stand up. I used to do the stand up ones. You'd hold on to the sweaty handle above the thousands of other people had held on to. Oh. And you'd stand there like this. And I also would get really paranoid that <laughs> like the fold under my bum wasn't getting tanned. So I'd stand there like a duck trying to stick my arse out and also trying to stretch so my tits would go up a bit so under my tits wouldn't end up completely pale. And I'd try and put my head back so I'd get the folds on my neck. It was very stressful. This is a how-to. Well, Rosemary, at least it was only for two minutes. Oh my God. If I had to do it for any any more than that, I wouldn't have been able. I thought it would be a relaxing lie down. No, I never do the lie down ones, but also the lie down ones freaked me out because I was like, they're never going to clean them enough for me to want to lie down on somebody else's sweat right after. Do you know what I mean? Yes. What about, so what about fake tan? You were definitely an aficionado of the fake tan there for a while. You were very, oh very orange. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> you were very, very glam. Have you ever had a good fake tan? You haven't had that many fake tans, have you? I have not. Spray tans, um, like? No, I had one before somebody's wedding with Julie and I found the whole thing mortifying. The like turnaround. Oh, the paper knickers. The paper, I mean, I just, I didn't enjoy it at all. I mean, the, uh, the aftermath of it, I just felt very unnatural. It's so dark, right? Maybe I picked the wrong shade. I don't think I was asked. To were you like, were you like Ross and friends? I just looked at it. But then Don was reminding me. I mean, I have obviously blocked this from my memory. Don was just in here regaling me of stories of the time I had a fake tan again with Julie in New York for something for a DVF fashion show. Obviously, I was not in the show. I was attending. <laughs> I was hoping to I was imagining the two of you turning up going, Diane, we've had our tans done. We're ready. Uh, We're runway ready. No, I remember, I actually think that was the time that we went and got our makeup done in Mac. Like, who do we think we are? And I got my, I actually have a terrible picture of it. And I wore this wraparound velvet dress that actually I always hated. Don't know why I wore it. It had no stretch in it. And I had just gotten my hair done and it was horrendous. It looks like a helmet. This sounds very glam. Back when you still believed in glamour. It wasn't remotely glamour. uh, Glamour us. And... Anyway, apparently my fake tan, which I may have applied myself, according to Don, was so bad that I obviously applied too much of it onto the kneecaps that it then resulted in large drips all the way down, visible drips down my leg and down my ankle. I have luckily zero recollection of this. erased this from my memory, <laughs> <laughs> like lots of other things, but it sounds pretty bad. But I do, I, I mean, I have found myself, even in even in my current 
position in my current job, I have found myself in the office on occasion going like, you know, turning my arms around and going, oh my God, my elbows are like incredibly flaky and patchy and just filthy looking, you know, from like... From fake tan. Day three of fake tan, yeah. Do you wear fake tan? On occasion, I mean, I haven't. Oh! Not this year I haven't. I did last year. Oh, I didn't know that. I use those wipes now that I like. I don't care about the planet at all. I mean, what's the difference between wipes and an aerosol spray can that I'm throwing? Well, the wipes in the bin? go into landfill along with the packaging. Each wipe. Yeah, but like, where does the spray can go? Well, it's only one spray can. It's, it's marginally spray better. Can. Yeah, no, no. It's and true. you know what? If you're done, I know I said like well, I don't even know. I think it was after I, I think it was when I was going in to give birth or when I was coming out of having given birth, feeling incredibly like I need something to perk me up. I said, I said, will you get me some spray tan when you're down in the supermarket? And he came back with like, actually, I probably need to throw them out. They're probably all expired. He came back with like 18 different versions of, he's like, I wasn't sure which that, one. Like. Now that is the sign of a, of a marrying, of a man who's for marrying. Is it? Yeah, because other men would come back and they'd be like, I got you this one. It's extra, extra, extra dark. It's be grand. Well, he did get me some extra, extra, extra dark ones. And I was yeah, like, but has he, well, I mean. He didn't maybe, know what you wanted. He may be for marrying, but like, has he ever looked at me? Maybe he'd like you a bit darker. Maybe he mistook my, my freckles for actual pigment. Tone. Yeah. <laughs> maybe sometimes they do join together. When you've been out in the sun for long enough. I've had I've had lots of fake tan, like lots of spray tans over the years. I think I'm pretty sure that you and me and Julie went for one, like that we got on Groupon when I was over in New York at one stage, that we all went for a spray tan after your work one day. That's just because it was like one. that's probably the one. No, I don't think I don't think it was for a show because I've never been to a DVF show. You never invited oh, we me. We did go for one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did go for one. Um that comment. And but I've been for loads. I remember when when my friend got married and I was a bridesmaid, she asked us all to go for a fake tan so that we'd all be like similar shades of cookie. This was the famous one that I cycled to. Nutmeg. What you cycled to it? I cycled to the fake fake tan place, the spray tan place. Not really thinking I'd have to cycle. Not really thinking about the fact that I'd have to cycle home. How far away from the fake tan place did you live, Beatrice? I lived, I'd say, a maximum eight minute cycle. But after no, one minute of cycling... No, sorry, I was more like you needed to push that bike home. Oh, I know. But no, I didn't. I cycled home and after one minute of cycling, I, I began to sweat. So I had like rivulets of tan <laughs> under each breast. Now, luckily, they were covered at the wedding. I wasn't wearing a crop top. You may be surprised to hear. They were covered at the wedding. The rivulets were. I just cannot with you sometimes. <laughs> this is like literally what I was saying to you this morning. And Don, you and Don should be married. Like, it's like you, you give me a nice... I wasn't talking. You give me a nice story that I understand. And I I immediately understand that those rivulets were covered. But then you give me, you have to describe the graphic detail that then brings those rivulets right into my mind and makes (laughs) me see them. To the to to a point that I can't ever understand. I'm a storyteller, Beatrice. I can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm trying to think like well, no, I was actually going to say, I haven't got burnt in ages because I've been wearing Factor 50 all the time, mm-hmm. which I do, and, and like especially on my head now because I'm really paranoid about my forehead pigmentation. Stop looking at it. Stop looking at it. See you looking at it. Well, actually, I thought I had some myself this morning and I was like, oh my God, what's this white blob on the top of my head? And it's toothpaste. Like, no. I realized it's a scar from where I burnt myself with the... Um, Curling iron? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you just... <laughs> I don't know why you look so horrified at the idea that I might be toothpaste. Toothpaste on the top of my head. If you put it on your electric circle. toothbrush, sometimes it flicks everywhere. Like, do you not think I'd be, I, like, would I look at myself and go, what is that? Or whatever, like, it's obviously toothpaste. Oh yeah, okay, fair. But sorry, I was going to say I haven't got burnt in ages, but like, I got burnt last week. I came home from, I was over here the other day with, with the boys. And I think I had applied, I think, I think it was the day Brandon came over after work. I had applied sunscreen. I had applied, applied my sunscreen twice, but obviously not... 
either not enough or I didn't apply it early enough or something because I because I was slightly pink. But it's gone. Like I haven't got a really bad burn, you know, where you peel. I haven't got one of those in a long time. I unfortunately, do you remember we went we went to the beach the year before last? Oh, when we all went to Michigan. No, we went. Oh, yeah. Was that the time when Chance got really yes. badly burnt? And he had his oh. floaties on, and I missed. I, I, I obviously in trying to spray four moving targets, missed the portion between the top his of his lower back and the bottom yeah. of the floating so that his lower back was just one big roaring red patch. oh it was awful and he was only three as well so we really didn't understand it's one thing to be burnt yourself it's another thing to have to explain to your child how you are responsible for burning them when they're crying at night and saying what is this oh, what is we this? didn't explain that to him did we no I'm saying like but you can't oh no no you, I mean, can't. you can't no no you can't but you're, like, but you're also kind of going I'm so sorry but you know, I know he doesn't get it I remember I remember he came home from the beach and he, was like, he said the cushion is booning me and I was like yeah it's the cushion oh, oh poor him that was a very bad burn he got yeah but the kids haven't really been burnt against like recently or since sure they haven't no they get they tend to get like red under their eyes because it's hard to get the sunscreen on their faces properly you know what I mean oh yeah I know eyes. what you mean because like there's nothing worse than getting sunscreen in your eyes but also they're always f- like flicking their goggles on and off so I think even the sunscreen you do get around their eyes gets rubbed off really, really quickly because they like put their goggles on, jump in, and then take them off to scream something at their brother and then put them back on again. But sunscreen is amazing. Think about the fact that they're out all day long and, the, you know, they are extremely pale. Yeah. Well, like Bo, I feel like Bo is the most kind of sallow skinned of them. But like, but then there's Fox who's like little ginger, totally pale. And he's out there all day. Yeah, he's out there totally all day with this factor, yeah. either 100 or factor 50. Yeah. Well, apparently I read somewhere that there is, you know, there is only a factor of 50 and that there's nothing like that a factor 100 after that is really only factor 50 with longer staying power or something. I don't know. Yeah, but you're still supposed to apply it like every hour or something. And then if they get in the water, reapply it and stuff. So yeah, it may as well be factor 50. You know I what I mean? You know, I, I feel like I used to use the spray ones, but now they're actually pretty good. Like they used to be really annoying because they used to kind of, they'd go on you and you'd have to then rub them in anyway. Whereas now the spray yeah. ones seem to actually be very good at actually spraying yeah and they also used to have the spray ones where if you turn the spray can upside down they didn't spray whereas now they have the ones that are proper aerosol and yeah. they're clear whereas they used to be the milky ones well some of them are still milky depending on if they are like really water repellent like if they're for the water or not but they're really oh good. yeah no they are really yeah. good go through a lot of sunscreen sunscreen's very expensive oh God, sunscreen so is expensive. not like something that is easily available to everybody like that's something people need to figure out oh yeah and also like i mean not this isn't necessarily to do with like equal access to sunscreen but I always kind of forget that we've run out you know what I mean so you're by the pool you spray it all you're like must get another one completely forget until two minutes before you go to sit outside again with the boys and you're like crap now we've no sunscreen which is very annoying I have door dash sunscreen on more than one occasion I have to say are you having a laugh right now no because if I'm coming over here and I have the two boys and I don't want to go into Walgreens can't leave them in the car don't want to bring them in they'll complain about putting their masks on they'll complain about coming to Walgreens then they'll demand sweets and I'm like because I have my door dash membership it's free delivery I so can't like, believe you literally just give out to me for putting a face wipe in a landfill. Mm. And you're telling me that you would have two things of at least four and I'd add some other stuff to make it worthwhile <laughs> to a, a car and a person coming and an hour's worth of like petrol. Listen, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start advocating for the door dashers to move to bicycles. Going <laughs> <laughs> to give them a fake tan and then make them get on a bike. Yeah, that'd be much better for the for the environment. <laughs> so what about you? So you, well, last year you were full on tanning. This year, not so much. I mean, this year I'm still like, I'll put on my factor 50 and then lie in the sun, but I haven't. Oh, I think I did down, I did downgrade to factor 30 recently because I was like, have a bit of a base. That's when I got burnt. 
Oh, though, so I should I should go back to my factor fifty. Well, I also think last year with the pandemic, there was nothing else to do except sit, lie by the pool. It was lie, glorious. Just, just sit out and like be by yourself. I mean, in the that summer, part was glorious. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah, it was glorious. No, yeah. not sorry, not that the pandemic was, glor- was glorious, but like that was a glorious highlight, a glorious. Oh God, move on. Yeah, whereas this year, I also just. There's too many kids. You know what the other thing is? You you were around more last year. Because, uh, yeah, more there was more work from home. I'll tell you who's a disgrace in the sun. Dad. Exactly. Philip McCabe. Yeah. It loves nothing more than going out, getting beat flaming red. Yeah. And coming in and announcing that he now has a glorious Grecian tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also being like, well, that's a very Irish thing as well. I think like like I've seen a lot of people saying on Twitter, they've overheard people saying, Ash, that'll be tanned in three days. You know, and they're like absolute like roaring red. And they're like, that'll turn to tan. Oh yeah, now. that'll turn to tan. That, dad that loves that. Look great. But dad also, I'm really not sure. Like I used to think he was a great tanner. And now as I got older, I look and I look a bit closer. And I'm like, I just think all his freckles are joining up. A hundred percent. That's what it is. Like, I think he's very pale under he's all those freckles. Very, he's going to be very angry when he hears this because he really views himself as, who's that, uh, Who's that famous actor, famous B-movie actor who was Dracula? Do you know who I'm talking about? No. He was an amazing tan. Come up, hold on. I have no idea. Hold on. He's like from the 70s. Hold on. Uh, 70s actor. I was thinking that he sees himself. Isn't there some fashion designer who's like oh, incredibly yeah, yeah. tanned? George Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Right? That's dad. That's dad's dream now. He's like, I mean... Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this, dude. Look at this and this. Look at this, Dad. Dad was born to be an Italian on the beach. Oh God, yeah, I know. In his tiny speedos. Oh my God, do, do you actually remember? I like. I remember the shock, the first shock I got going going to the beach and seeing just all these little Italian leather handbags with legs walking around. They were. All, oh my God, I'd say Italians do not look after their skin. Oh. The, the older Italians that I saw at the beach. Rosemary, hashtag not all Italians. Oh, right. okay. this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember when I was also on a six-week or five-week French exchange with mom's French friend. Oh, French you family. were spoiled. So I was glamorous. not catamaranning. I was on the beach by myself every day. Where were the rest of them? There was nobody there. I was the They didn't have any... Like, oh, they were all grown up? Yeah, they were all oh, grown up. Oh, so yeah, okay. I remember that dad came down to the beach one day and he must have been like, I don't know, 70. I mean, he was probably actually only about 50-something, but I thought he was 70 and he... He like whipped off his trousers or shorts or whatever. And underneath he had the tiniest orange velvet pair of Speedos. Velvet. 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 I was mortified. Velvet. I can't even imagine that would be comfortable to get into the water. It would be a lot of chafing. Have you, sorry, have you been in the water with our uncle? Our uncle who shall remain unnamed, but his name handily rhymes with vile. (laughs) 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 Because he absolutely loves... A tiny pair of Speedos or, oh, lads, I actually forgot my swim. I just go in my tiny, tiny underwear. <laughs> not remember that in France, <laughs> that he would just like toddle in in his little briefs. No, was I there? Yeah, it was. It, you, How you do know I what? have no recollection of anything? So that's one memory of our time in France together. And the other memory of our time in France together is that you made the most delicious sandwich I've ever eaten. Out of French baguette, chicken, mayonnaise, and some kind of French cheese. And I have been trying to recreate that sandwich ever since, and I've failed. Did I? Today I made the children a very delicious goûter out of French baguette from Kroger and some lint milk chocolate. And I told them, this is what children in France have when they come home from school, according to mom. 
and what they used to give me when I was there as a 4pm snack. And you'll be surprised to hear they loved it. <laughs> went down like a chocolate on bread <laughs> chocolate on white bread and these like well, Irish heritage children liked it I am shocked just so you know they were not keen to taste it were they not? but like a good parent I made sure that they ate that carb and that they ate that oh my god weirdos product sorry speaking of weirdos you know Brandon has this big obsession so whenever the boys so William really likes Nutella so he'll frequently ask for a Nutella sandwich and Brandon's like you can't just have Nutella on your sandwich you're going to have to have peanut butter as well what? As if, like, what's sorry, what's the peanut butter adding? Protein? Barely, mostly fat. I mean protein, though. Fat's a tiny good bit of protein. Fat, good fat, according to all but the But according to the Nutella ads, it's full of hazelnuts. Well then, as it is. why you're complaining, he's probably... I'm not complaining, Brandon, I'm just like, he's being mad. Brandon's probably onto something. Just let him eat the white bread and Nutella sandwich and then give him an apple afterwards. Well, you know, speaking of tiny speedos, that's not what I was wearing today, but out by the pool with my four younger children, I... Could not find my bikini top. So I said, well, you know what? It's grand. Like it's, it's nobody's about to come over. They were, were shaded by trees from the road. I'll just swim around in just my swim bottoms, right? Well, Nash was not impressed. And there is a puritanical kind of streak to some Americans. Hashtag mm. not all Americans. But like the way Brandon doesn't want the kids jumping on the trampoline in their undies, you know, in case the neighbors can see, et cetera. And you're like, who cares? No, no. Well, maybe it's just us, honestly. Maybe we're just weird. But I said, well, what if they lived in France? I said, imagine it's a topless beach. Don goes, nobody, nobody wants to see their mother topless, even if you're on a topless beach. I was like, okay, that's fine. But like, I'm not your mother. But he was talking about Nash, right? So Nash was looking hard. Are you going to put a top on, mom? Are you going to put a top on? I said, like, just don't even look at me, right? Of course, like he can't. He's looking absolutely hard. (laughs) Then two seconds later, Don's like, they say this is how serial killers get started. I'm like, what do you mean? Yep, mm-hmm. by seeing their mothers naked. There's a, who is it? Who did he say? Ed Gein. Ed, Ed Gein. Gein. Yeah. Ed Gein apparently started out by seeing his mother naked and this is what, this is what made him a serial killer. So now, now Don has put it out there that if anything ever happens to these children, if any of them turns out to be in any way less than a stellar contributor to society, this 20 minute topless jaunt in the pool with me. Will have done it. Yeah, was the source of the crime. Well, listen, the, uh, like the mother always gets blamed, so it's not just done. Good. On that happy note, thank you so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. If you are sunburnt, I highly recommend uh, drinking lots of water. Don't believe any of that shit about like, break off a piece of aloe vera. It's just sticky and gross. Why don't you break it off? Buy a thing of aloe vera. Alo- this is what I was going to say. Buy a nice aloe vera lotion, but don't do the, the at home with the aloe vera. I guarantee you that's only mom. I've done that before. Yeah, because you're... Oh, on the advice of mom. Yeah, yeah, good point. (laughs) Where do you think you came up with that? Good point. I thought I I like read it in a book or something. Anyway, yeah, buy yourself a really nice moisturizer, a nice gel, put it in the fridge and then slather it all over yourself. Worst comes to worst, just like cover yourself with ice cubes and imagine that you're in Spike Lee's movie. What was this? That one in New York where they're all boiling, putting ice cubes all over themselves. No idea. Oh no, maybe that's the serial killer movie. I'm not actually joking. Zodiac. Do you remember where like the... I haven't seen Zodiac. Is that the Jay Cool and Hallow one? Yes, actually, forget that because maybe I'm just on a serial killer jaunt. Okay. You obviously are. Thank you so much for listening. Get in touch with us by email, notwithoutmysistergmail.com. Our website is notwithoutmysist.com. You can get us on Instagram and notwithoutmysister at Beers McCabe, at Rosemary McCabe. And if you could leave us a five-star review, that would be very, very much appreciated wherever you're listening to this. And it really helps other people find the podcast. And we have a Patreon. You can sign up for $5 a month. It's really worth it because you get an extra episode each and every week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Listener.
Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts, as is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie.